Hello, and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who want to be among the very best in this field. You want to accomplish great things. You want to challenge yourself. You want to grow, and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope that you are having a great day. Okay. What a random collection of names in the title of today's podcast. Ronald Reagan, Mitt Romney, Kobe Bryant, and Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. And I expect this to be the most listened to podcast in the history of Major Gifts Fundraiser, just because everyone is going to be so curious about how I'm going to tie all this together and what the heck these people have to do with fundraising. All right. Uh, Last night, my family was getting ready for dinner. We're doing that dance around the kitchen, right? I'm grabbing glasses. My son is dishing up some plates. My daughter's reaching over my wife to put something in the dishwasher. And she's telling this story. And like, as she's telling the story, it reminds me of this line. And I just sort of blurt out, I am paying for this microphone. And everyone's like, uh, okay. I am paying for this microphone. But we sit down at dinner and I'm like, hey, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney might have been president if he'd had an I am paying for this microphone moment. All right, so this is what it's like for my family to have dinner with me. <laughs> Do you feel sorry for my family? Um, and and I'm, I'm like, that line. I am paying for this microphone is one of the most important lines in American history. Seriously, I'm not joking, right? One of the most important lines in American history. So 1980, Ronald Reagan and George Bush are squaring off for the Republican nomination for president. All right, hey, Reagan's an iconic president now, but him being president was no foregone conclusion. And in 1980, He was an outsider, and George Bush had the inside track. And a lot of people, a lot of people liked Reagan, but he seemed too polished, too perfect, too Hollywood. And Reagan wanted to debate Bush, but Bush was sort of waffling. So Reagan's campaign was like, hey, we'll pay to put the whole debate on. We'll pay for the whole thing. Right? So hard for Bush to not do it now. And there's this moment in the debate where they're sort of going at it and the moderator tries to cut off Reagan and Reagan for a moment, he sort of loses it. And he says, I am paying for this microphone. Like, don't tell me I can't talk. Don't you cut me off. I'm the one paying for this microphone. And it was a key moment. Reagan may have never been president were it not for that moment. And that moment 
people saw that Reagan cared enough about these issues to get mad. That there are issues worth getting mad about. All right, when Romney was running for president against Barack Obama, and people forget how close Romney was to winning, Romney went into election day believing he was going to win, that he would be the next president of the United States. But Romney was too perfect. He was too polished. I don't think voters ever really felt that he cared because he never had that I am paying for this microphone moment. He never had that moment that showed that he wasn't just playing a part, that he cared, that there was passion. And, and guys, that, it may be there, but we never saw it. We never saw that passion. Okay. Passion. This is where Shaq and Kobe come in. <laughs> and you're like, what? All right, how do we go from, from Ronald Reagan and Mitt Romney to Kobe and Shaq? Um, I read this crazy story last night. Guys, I love reading sports stories. I don't even watch sports. I just, I like reading the stories, right? Because there's great narrative, right? There's, there's great, there's people trying to, trying to perform at a high world-class level. So I'm interested in this. Um, and now how am I going to share this story? Because I have it open here on my computer. I'm looking at it, but it's laced with F-bombs. And I don't feel like dropping a bunch of F-bombs on the Major Guest Fundraiser podcast. But Kobe and Shaq, two of the most dominant players in NBA history, on the same team, vying for control of the team. And they're playing a pickup game. And the guy that's telling this story, uh, Jeff, Jeff Perlman is his name. And apparently in pickup games, if Shaq was missing, he was prone to call fouls. All right. So miss, foul, right? Miss, foul, miss, foul, right? If he misses, he calls a foul. It's a pickup game. You call your own fouls, right? And Kobe is finally like, okay, here's what Kobe says. He just says like, I'm tired of this. Right. You, you know why? Kobe, the, the sentence goes on, right? <laughs> I'm not going to go into the full story. Like, if you want the full story, you can email me or you can probably Google it and find it. But as you can imagine, this whole thing continues to escalate and there are a bunch of FUs, a bunch of them. And they're going at each other, but they're about to. They want to, but people are separating them. All right, and then the story goes, all right, I'm going to read this section. He says... Um, all right, so the guy who was there telling the story, he's in the game. Uh, he's, he's actually, at that time, he wants to be Shaq's backup. He's hoping the Lakers will sign him to be Shaq's backup uh, coming off the bench. And he says, right, so they've, the FUs have been going back and forth. They were kind of going at each other, but teammates were separating them. And he says, we probably went up and down the court two more times. Kobe goes to the basket, scores, screams at Shaq, and he says, Kobe screams at Shaq, yeah, mother effer, that ain't going to stop me. All right, O'Neal grabbed the ball in order to freeze the action. All right, and, all right, so now Shaq has the ball, and Shaq says, 
say another mother effing word, right? Staring directly at Kobe. And Kobe responds, ah, F you. You don't know. And then the guy telling the story is like, Kobe's like, ah, F you. You don't know. And then it's smack. uh, O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal had slapped Bryant right across the face hard. (laughs) At this point, the story is pandemonium breaks out. Shaq throws a punch that misses. Can you imagine prime Shaq throwing a punch at you? Like that is it's a scary thought. All right. Um, like this story, people who were there, they say they thought Shaq was going to kill Kobe that day. And Kobe, meanwhile, is yelling back, you're soft. Is that all you've got? You're soft. And it's finally Shaq's own bodyguard that gets him to calm down. All right, and then, and then, those two would go on to win three straight NBA championships. A three-peat. Magic's Lakers never had a three-peat. Larry Bird's Celtics never had a three-peat. But these guys who are yelling F you at each other who are about to kill each other, they did it. They got a three-peat. They cared. They were passionate. They both had a swagger. Right Now, what in the world does all of this have to do with fundraising? Okay, so first of all, I, I think the best fundraisers have a little bit of swagger. They have ego strength. They have a competitive desire. They have a competitive drive. I was talking with the university VP of advancement the other day. He's looking to a hot, he's looking to hire advancement officers. And he was asking me like, Clark, what do you look for? Right. And one of the things I listed was this phrase, a burning desire to succeed. All right. The, the person you're looking for wants to be the best. If there are other fundraisers in the office, they want to be better than them. They want to be the top dog, all right? Hopefully things never get as heated as they did between Shaq and Kobe, but they want to be on top, all right? And and there's a, perhaps, there's a friendly competition in your office. And there may be times when it gets a little edgy, all right? We should be friendly. We all want to work in positive work environments, We want to establish great workplace culture, but competitive isn't not good culture. If you have two people in your office who both want to be the best, there will at times be tension between those two people. And ultimately, this burning desire to succeed, all right? And because we have this burning desire to succeed, all right, if you have a burning desire to succeed, you are able to be selfish toward your goals. You're able to block out distractions and attend to the items that you know are important, which can make you less popular in the workplace sometimes because people want you to help out with this or that, but you're like, look, I'm, I'm being selfish towards my goals. I know where I want to go. I know what I want to accomplish. 
And I know it's good for the organization because I'm spending the time with the 10 people, the five people, the three people, the one person who has the ability to give the big gift that's going to drive our mission forward. Or I want to have 100 donor meetings this year. I can't have 100 meetings if I get sucked into that. This burning desire to succeed helps them focus on their goals, be selfish towards their goals. It doesn't mean you're not liked. All right, yes, there can be tense moments. It doesn't mean you're not friendly. Like Shaq seems like a pretty fun dude, right? But he had a burning desire to succeed. And there were tense moments. All right, let's bring it all home. This burning desire to succeed isn't fueled by an empty desire for success or climbing the ladder or making more money. Great fundraisers show a strong competitive drive not aimed at competitors, but at finding new ways to serve their donors. How can I help my donor better understand their own goals, how they want to channel their life energy, devote their resources, right, which is life energy stored up in money? And how can I help my donor continue their journey of becoming the best version of themselves? And, all right, and you care about the cause you represent enough to get mad about it. You can have your own, I am paying for this microphone moment because whatever the cause is that you represent, it gets your blood pumping. It's not just a job. You're not just collecting a paycheck. You want to change the world, change lives, save lives. All right, so that's what Ronald Reagan, Mitt Romney, Kobe Bryant, and Shaquille O'Neal have to do with fundraising. All right. Hey, this episode, a little different than what we usually do on the podcast. But if you like this, let me know. All right. Hey, I got more of this stuff rattling around in my head. Just ask my family. They'll be like, yes, Clark, do more podcasts like this and save us the dinner stories. Um, if you have that burning desire to succeed, uh, if you want to be great, if you want to be great, I can help you be great. Uh, I'd love to get you into our program, Peak Performance Fundraising, which you can find out about at our website, majorguestfundraiser.com. Uh, you can also email me and we can talk about individual coaching or group coaching. I can't take the steps for you, but I can take them with you. So the email is clark at majorguestfundraiser.com. That's clark at majorguestfundraiser.com fundraiser.com. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. All right, Monica here again. If you like what you heard on this podcast, you'll love our online training programs. You can complete our online training programs at your own pace and you can watch or listen to them from any device. And unlike that last conference you attended, the challenge questions and action steps that come with each of our modules will give you concrete things you can do today to level up as a fundraiser. You'll raise more money than ever before by developing deeper donor relationships than you ever thought possible. So head over to majorguestfundraiser.com to buy now. Thanks for listening.